Hey, this is Joe McCall, REI in your car. How you doing? Hey, listen, I wanted to talk on this episode about the three different offers I make to sellers when I'm thinking about maybe doing a lease option. You interested in that? So my philosophy has always been, well, it's always, it's mixed <laughs> because sometimes it just depends on the deal, right? It depends on the seller. <clears throat> and so you really don't know until you start talking to the seller. So I always approach sellers the same. I ask them questions like, all right, so tell me about your situation. What would you like to see happen? All right. I'm always asking, excuse me, I'm always asking the question of, tell me about the house, tell me about your situation. Why do I always get the hiccups when I start doing these things? <clears throat> so anyway, is that, is that a medical condition, by the way? Is there something that like gives you hiccups when you're supposed to be talking normal? <clears throat> anyway, so you always approach the seller the same way, no matter what kind of deal you're trying to do. You want to find their motivation. You want to find why. I don't care necessarily about what price they want. Um, I don't necessarily care about the house, but I care about the story. I care about why they want to sell, why they need to sell. In fact, I'm more interested in only working with sellers that need to sell versus want to sell. So I'm always approaching them the same, right? Like. Tell me about the house. Tell me about your situation. What would you like to see happen? And how quickly do they need to sell the house? Because if I find after talking to them that, you know, we're just we're just probably going to list it. We're not in a hurry. We're not in a rush. I just was calling on your postcard to see what you had to offer. We'll probably just list it with the realtor. You know, we, we just want to get another house. We just want to get a bigger house or whatever. So there's not much motivation there. I'll still send them an offer in the mail, but I'm not going to spend much time with that seller, right? Because there's just not a whole lot of motivation. But if they come and say, yeah, you know, well, we got a job transfer um, and we have to move in a couple months. In fact, I was just talking to a seller the other day about that. They had a job transfer. And I said, oh, great. That's awesome. Congratulations. You know, I played up on it. I said, that's really, really good. So you got a job promotion or it was a new job or something. I said, great, so your company's paying for, the company's gonna cover your mortgage payment because they're transferring you, right? There's a pause, uh, no. Oh, wow, bummer. So I said something along the lines of, um, I'm sure you've thought a lot about that, right? I mean, like, you probably have three to six months of you know, savings saved up to make payments on that vacant house, right? Well, no. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So, so you got you got to sell this thing fast, don't you? Yeah, that's our goal. We want to sell it fast. I said, well, okay. So, what what price have you tried to sell it yet? You know, have you had it listed with the realtor? So I'm just asking the questions, right? Probing and digging, and it finds out that you know they've had listed it. They can't really drop their price that much. And uh, so, what do you do? And uh, so what? 
I had asked them, I, I said, well, you know, I know you want to sell it, but what happens if you can't sell it? What are you going to do? Are you going to rent it out? Well, maybe. We don't want to rent it out, you know, but I don't, we just don't know. I mean, so, but they could tell they were motivated, right? So I knew I couldn't offer them a cash offer unless they were going to come to closing with money. So then I took the approach of, well, you're going to probably rent it if you can't sell it, right? So have you decided who you're going to rent it to? You're going to be moving out of state. Have you ever managed property, rental property before from out of state? No. I mean, I think I know the answers to this, right? But I'm still asking them anyway. I said, well, would you would you consider, maybe this won't work for you. Maybe this wouldn't be a good fit. It's totally okay to say no. I get it. But, um, you know, I'm an investor. I'm looking to buy more houses in this area. Uh, you wouldn't be open to maybe leasing it to me for a little while and then selling it, would you? Boom. Well, tell me a little bit more about that. Maybe. I don't know. Well, bottom line, the way it works is I'll be your tenant. And I'm obviously not going to live in the property. I'm an investor. and This would be an investment property. But I would put a tenant buyer in there and I would take care of the property, manage the daily maintenance and repairs and I'd pay the rent whether it's vacant or not and my goal would be to um, get it under contract to buy it from you at a certain price and sell it to my tenant buyer at a slightly higher price and I said something along the lines of um, you wouldn't have a problem with me making a profit on the deal right so would you you know if I could do this and this uh, would you be willing to lease it to me for a year or two and then sell it down the road Sometimes I'll say a few years, a couple years. It doesn't matter. And, uh, I mean, it does matter, but it's just trying to get them open to the idea first of saying, yeah, I'd consider a lease option. So basically I said, well, listen, why don't I send you some information about my lease purchase program? I call it my perfect tenant program because I'll be the tenant. So I'm, not, I'm approaching this the whole time as if I was a seller. I mean, if I was a buyer interested in buying this property. So many people get tripped up. Like, what do I say to a seller if, you know, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I said, let's say this pick a particular house and let's say they're asking $150,000 for it. And you had $150,000 cash for that house and you were interested in that house and you were talking to the seller. What would you say to them? You'd say to them, well, hi, you know, I'm interested in the house. Can you tell me a little bit more about it? Right. Okay. And if you were going to make an offer, what would you say? Well, you know, what would you take for it? It's the same thing when you're talking about lease options. You're just talking to the seller. You're going to make an offer. And you're presenting it like you're the buyer, like you want to buy it. You're not going to be talking about like, I'm going to find a tenant for you. That's brokering. You can't do that. You can't talk about how I'm going to find a tenant for you. I'm going to... Um, uh, you're, not, you're not... Basically, what I'm saying is you're not trying to sell a lease purchase program. You're making an offer to buy their house. Am I clear with that? Okay. So what I told the seller would be, all right, listen, why don't I do this? I'm going to go ahead and uh, run some numbers, send you a proposal, look it over, and let's talk later tonight or t tomorrow morning. Is that okay? Great. Got their email address. And basically what I, wanted, what I wanted to share was the offer that I send to the sellers when it comes to lease purchase. I like sending them options. And some would argue with me and say, no, you shouldn't do that. You should only do one thing at a time or one thing at all, period. Because I, I get it. That makes sense. There is a power of, in focus and being disciplined and focused and, you know. Uh, so, but I like to send offer uh, multiple options. And I, I, I send the options uh, 
um, where the first one is the cash offer and the second one is a sandwich lease option offer and the third one is a lease option assignment or a lease uh, a wholesaling lease option right but I position them I kind of ladder them up so my cash offer is just simply um, I just take I keep it real simple Zillow times 70% minus what I think repairs are I usually use five ten or fifteen dollars a square foot and uh, Minus my wholesale fee, which is ten grand, and that's my cash offer. That's option number one. And then this is a, th a letter of intent, a three-option letter of intent. Sometimes I'll do four options. Um, and you know, I've I, I got to give some credit to Matt Terrio. Matt Terrio kind of has, has uh, helped me kind of learn a lot about this. Although I will say I've heard a lot of other gurus all the way back from Ron LeGrand and Lou Brown. Um, guys that have been teaching this for the long, a long time. I think Robin Thompson does as well. Um, and Matt will even tell you he didn't invent it or create it. But Matt has a, is a good friend of mine. He has a great podcast, an epic real estate investing podcast. Go listen to that podcast. And on one of his podcasts, you can actually get his three-option letter of intent calculator um, thingy. So Matt's a good guy. Big shout-out to Matt. Epic real estate investing podcast. Good guy. All right, so anyway... Um, so first, first offer is cash. First option. The second option is I call it my perfect tenant program, my sandwich lease option, where I typically need at least these are my minimum requirements: fifteen percent equity. Sometimes I'll tell the seller, "Listen, I'll give you the same equity you'd get if you sold with a realtor," and I can show them the costs associated with selling. Works out to be about twelve to fifteen percent. So I'll get you the same equity you'd get if you sold through a realtor, if you're willing to wait, and I want at least. Um, I use two different numbers depending on where I'm at. $300 to $400 a month in cash flow or 25% of the rent for cash flow. And I want at least five years. And I tell them this is my perfect tenant program. I will be the tenant. I will manage the property. You don't have to worry about it anymore. You get all the benefits of owning an investment property without the landlord headaches. Okay. And uh, so 15% equity, 25% of the rent in cash flow for at least five years. My third option is a lease option assignment. And that's basically where I give them whatever price they want. Within reason, it's got to be close to fair market value, right? And um, that's, that's a lease option assignment. I'll get it under a lease option contract. And if they accept that option, then I will just sell my option to another tenant buyer and I'll be done and out of the deal. That's my wholesaling lease options course, right? That's my whole thing like on, on there. So anyway, that's it. <clears throat> oh, and by, I, I attach to that, there's a cover letter that says, hey, it's great talking to you. I'm looking forward to working with you, et cetera, et cetera. Attach, see these options. And then behind that cover letter is the three or four options. Well, one of the options is uh, consulting. I say, hey, listen, if you want to do the lease option yourself, I can sell my services. I mean, I don't say that. I say... Uh, I can offer my services or something as a consultant, and I will teach you how to do it. So just like you know, uh, I sell coaching to students, I can sell coaching or consulting to a seller and teach them how to do a lease option themselves. So that's another option. I've, I don't know if I've ever had a seller take that. I don't think I have. Most sellers, if they want to do a lease option, they'd like the idea of me being the tenant buyer, right? but the numbers have to work for me to do it. So. It's probably 50-50. Take the sandwich, take the other 50, take the, um, the wholesaling lease option. But it's pretty cool, right? Um, then attached to that, I include 
a uh, few pages that give a brief description of the program, how lease options work, the benefits, and then frequently asked questions. And then attached to that, I have a document that gives references. And so I include my attorney that I use, the escrow company that I use, a realtor that I work with, mortgage broker that I work with, my Better Business Bureau rating, and one of the private investors that I work with, right? So about six or so references, and that's it. I send that, I email it to them, and I follow up. And the other key thing to this, too, is when I'm talking to them, uh, you'll want to schedule a time to follow up with them. Obviously, you're going to close more deals if you meet them in, the, in person on the phone. I mean, if you meet them in person, you're going to close more deals. But, you know, I, I don't just tell them I'm going to send it. I'm going to schedule another time to talk to them. And it's usually I give them two options, you know, later that evening or first thing in the morning. Would you rather talk this evening at 6 or tomorrow morning at 9? It's kind of the way I do it. Um, I send them the email. Then I send them a text. Hey, I just sent you an email. I want to make sure you got it. And I follow up with them. All right? Simple as that, guys. Simple as pie. What's the easiest way to make money in real estate? Let's do what's easy. Don't complicate it. Make five offers a day. Five offers a day. That's it. Cool? All right, guys. I'm out of here. Um, let's see. Listen, if you want some wholesaling lease options, wholesaling or lease options coaching, if you want some help with running a successful six-figure-a-year lease options business, it's not impossible. It's not that hard to do. It really isn't. I mean, you're only looking at three, two or three deals a month max, right? And I know some guys, uh, clients of mine and friends that are doing one deal a month and making over $100,000 a year. One deal a month making over $100,000 a year? What? Just doing lease options? Yes. Yes, it can be done. If you're interested in getting some help in that, just go to coachjoe.net. Coach Joe dot net and book a call and see if you're a good fit if we like what you have to say we'll let you join the program and I'll help you personally I'll help you get your lease options business up and running cool all right guys I'm at Best Buy I'm gonna exchange one of those iPad keyboards that I bought that uh, just doesn't work it's weird huh see you guys take care coachjoe.net